get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Alongside former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Where we are joined by Justin Bourne. He's a co-host of Hockey Central on Fan 590 up in Canada, and he's a senior NHL writer for The Athletic. Justin, we appreciate you hopping on today, man. Thanks so much. How you doing today? I'm doing great. I really appreciate you guys having me on. Absolutely. We're happy to have you. So let's start with the obvious. Um, I... I was very optimistic for the last like two, three weeks about hockey's return. And then the last couple of days, the more we've talked to people in and around the league, it feels like there's been a little bit of a shift in terms of the player thinking of what where we're headed from here. Where are you at on the return to play and just how optimistic you are that we're actually going to see these guys back on the ice in July? I'm still super optimistic. Uh, I think it's quite likely that they'll find a way. Part of the reason I'm optimistic is just there is a level of desperation from the NHL and the NHL players to, to get these games in. And, and that primarily comes from a financial standpoint, as unfortunate as that may be. But there is a lot of dollars at stake here. Uh, I, I know the curse word that uh, we say on our show with uh, Anthony Stewart is escrow. Players, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, you know, there's a potential to mitigate some of the damages there. So I think... Uh, as bad as things are, and we understand that health is the most important thing, I think that the NHL could turn a blind eye to a few positives and still find a way to, to truck through. It's just that important to them from a financial standpoint. All right, Justin, um, to start off here, I have to ask you this, okay, because to our listeners who don't know, uh, Justin's father, Bob Bourne, is famous hockey player, New York Islanders, Stanley Cup champion, and Justin is married to Clark Gillies' daughter. And for those who don't know who Clark <laughs> Gillies is, he's basically your worst nightmare if you cross him. So how uh, how is life being married into the Gillies family? It's, uh, it's funny you mentioned that, like... When, so I actually, I lived next door to my now wife uh, when, my, when I was like zero to five years old. You know, both our dads are in the Islanders. They're best friends, and they bought houses beside each other. So literally, we were next-door neighbors. Uh, I didn't see her for 20 years, uh, and I went back to Long Island when my dad got inducted into the Islanders Hall of Fame. I sort of re-met uh, Clark's daughter, and things went well. So uh, when it started to sort of be happening, my friends used to send me Clark's fight videos. and be like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, is this a decision you think you should be making? Because once you decide to go out with her, there's no messing this up. Uh, fortunately, everything worked out. It's been wonderful. He's a he's an awesome guy, and uh, I'm very lucky to have ended up on his good side. That's great. Yeah, I was uh, always curious about that. I'm like, wow, this guy, he's got some serious <laughs> pishneras to be doing that with Clark Gillies. I'll tell you that much. But uh, now to, to follow back up with the NHL, 
the current format that they've come up with. Like, if we get back to hockey, they've established what the format's going to look like. You know, I listen to you uh, up in Canada, and I watch the show and whatnot. But what are your feelings to our listeners here in St. Louis? What are your feelings of the format? What do you like about it? And maybe if there's anything you don't like about it. Well, one thing I think if you're St. Louis listeners that I don't like about it is I don't think that enough credit or credence is being given to the regular season so far. You know, the the Blues could conceivably end up in a situation here where they'll have a three-game playoff with the one through four seeds, and they could end up the four seed in the West. And, you know, that's that doesn't seem to fair for a team who did so much in the regular season is better than that. So, you know, there's there's some sense that the regular season has kind of been – uh, not been given enough respect on my side. Uh, on the other side, I think that the teams that snuck in by the skin of their teeth to these weird playing games, like the 12-seeded uh, Chicago Blackhawks, I'd like to see them have to beat the Oilers four times in a best of five. I'd like to see the Oilers have some reward for being that much better than them through 70 games and say, all right, you know, beat Chicago twice and you're through. Right now they're on equal footing, and I think the NHL did that to, you know, sort of bring all these fan bases back and give them genuine hope. But I don't know, man. You know, you see entire leagues, soccer leagues in particular, where they reward the championship based on the regular season games. Here we're just kind of going, ah, Whatever, let's all, let's all kind of call it all good and start over, and I don't necessarily appreciate that. We're talking to Justin Bourne, the co-host of Hockey Central on Fan 590 up in Canada. He's also a senior NHL writer for The Athletic, and my best friend because he completely agrees with everything that I've been saying <laughs> over the last couple of weeks here about the playoff format. I am curious from your perspective, Justin, do you think there's a specific style of team or a young team versus an older team that will have an advantage given this postseason format well it's tough to say because you can you can kind of make the case either way for a young or an old team you know the old team gets to be all rested and the young guys um you know you you would have expected their fitness not to drop off as much so you can make either case i like a team like uh, carolina who gets guys back from injury uh you know carolina could have dougie hamilton and brett pesci back who they were missing uh, there's there's other teams with injuries too. Columbus gets back Seth Jones, Cam Atkinson, Oliver Bjorkstrand, um, and then Colorado gets back a bunch of big names too. So certainly the teams that were were injured and, and kind of limping down the stretch should see some advantage being uh, at 100 percent playing time. How important and and how much difference is it going to make? And I'm going to keep this local again with the St. Louis Blues. How great is it going to be for them to get a healthy Vladimir Tarasenko back in the lineup to where not just returning to the lineup, but basically he's getting to start from the starting line with everybody. They're not any farther ahead of him at this point. Yeah, that's massive. We actually, we had the question on our show, which team is helped most by the addition of a single player, you know, a single player getting healthy. And I did get killed for it, um, but I did say Tarasenko was my guy just because the Blues aren't necessarily a dynamic offensive team. You know, they got some guys who can score, but they need all of those offensive horses, uh, you know, at full strength to, to score with some of the best teams in the league. And so they've missed, they would miss him and having him back, you're right. On, on equal footing with everyone else, man. That's that's big for the Blues. And you know, as much as you don't love the play-in game, you love that the team looks to be fully loaded to head for another, you know, to defend their title. To ask you a follow-up on that in the Western Conference, where would you rank the Blues among your best contenders? I, I think I well, you know, dicey on this show. I think I like Colorado better. You know, hey, the, what's the, wrong the, with you, Justin? <laughs> I said a minute ago that I really liked you. We agreed on the playoff format, and then you go and do something like this. That was an underhand pitch for you. <laughs> 
I know, I know. Listen, I know what the answer is supposed to be. <laughs> I love the Blues. They've shown they can do it. I just, it's hard for me to look at the, you know, the, the abs bringing in Kadri and, you know, all their young offensive talent. I'm an offensive guy. I couldn't play D to save my life. The Blues play this. <laughs> cohesive team format with good defense and physical play. I want to watch the guys just flying around the ice. So the Blues are a much more complete team, but I like Colorado's top end. All right, so we talk about defense and St. Louis Blues. We have absolutely got to get a little bit of a temperature gauge from, especially, you know, you're in the hotbed of hockey up there. A guy like Alex Petrangelo, he's still unsigned for next year, going to be an unrestricted free agent. And we know it's going to be a unique offseason based on the, the pandemic and the lack of revenue and where the salary cap might end up. But what kind of attention will Alex Petrangelo get if he does indeed hit the open market? Well, you know, a ton, but it's going to be wild, like wild. Like, let's say the Blues meet expectations and end up in the Stanley Cup final and finish when. I don't know, like November 1st, something like that. And all of a sudden it's going to be like, so they finish November 1st. All of a sudden there's going to be an instant calculation of what is the salary cap for the next season. Everyone is going to have to figure out what they have. Is there going to be buyouts? You know, can getting Petrangelo is going to be harder than ever for every team. And for him, man, his bottom line is going to get crushed, unfortunately. So it is going to be a mad dash, uh, you know, before the start of the next season to see who can get their hands on him. Uh, obviously, the Blues would like to if they could, and I'm sure he'd love to stay. But there is going to be a lot of calculator crunching going on come November. Justin, it's always difficult to be able to say nationally what the perspective is on a player based on what we think of him here locally. And so here internationally, I suppose. How is Alex Petrangelo viewed from those outside of St. Louis? Well, I mean, he's coveted. He is a, now that he's got a Stanley Cup under his belt and what he's done in international play, just, you know, D are so tough to come by, let alone elite D. You know, I think now there's a sense that as players get older, you know, we're not as eager to pay older guys anymore. That's just the reality of a better understanding of aging curves and where money has to go in the NHL. So I think there's a bit of a buyer's beware tag on anyone who's who's a little bit older, but at the same time, there's that desperation to get a good player. So he's he's still someone that, you know, get, get, would get mentioned in the uh, elites among the NHL and, and would make fans drool. There's just the worry, how much do you pay a guy if it's going to be seven years? You might be a little concerned about the back end of that. He's Justin Bourne. You can hear him. He's the co-host of Hockey Central on Fan 590 up in Canada. You can read his work on The Athletic where he is a senior NHL writer. Give him a follow on Twitter as well, at JT Bourne, B-O-U-R-N-E. Justin, we really appreciate the time, man. Let's do this again soon if you could. Yeah, anytime. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. That's Justin Bourne joining us here on Ribs and BK.